Have a seat. This is going to be an emotional podcast or two. Um, how do you feel when you hear the words artificial intelligence or synthetic media, synthetic voices, deep fake, AI? How do you feel inside as a performer? Do you feel threatened? Do you feel uh, confused, unknowing? We're going to talk in just a moment with one of my dearest friends in the industry, Angen Guza of VO Boss and VO Peeps, about this very subject on this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. So, Angen Guza, why in the world would you think I would not agree with something that you have to say? Because you said, I, I know, thank you. But I, because you said, I forget how you phrased it, but you said the, uh, the warnings for performers, which I'm like, I'm totally all about that. I, I get that. Um, but I wasn't sure. So, you know, I'm treading lightly because I've taken some bold moves. So we're talking about, here's what happened. I did a, I did a, 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 a podcast episode. Wait, are you recording on... right now? Can I block? I'm I am recording right now oh, and I'm leaving that in. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Okay. So I did a, a podcast episode on the difference between the term artificial intelligence mm -hmm. and the term synthetic media or synthetic mm -hmm. voices or synthetic faces. Got it. And I realized that there would be people who would immediately push back and say, yeah. you have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know the threat. You're like doing what you do and I'm struggling or something. Mm -hmm. And that's happened. And I think I know you and well enough having worked with you many, many times in the past. And you know me well enough to know that neither one of us doesn't know what we're talking about when it comes to artificial intelligence. Sure. Uh, both of us have worked in technology in the past. Both of us have worked uh, with performance in the past. I mean, the, the, our paths have crossed this notion of a machine-created voice yeah. or face in the last 10 years many, many times. And then the other day we were in a session and I said, oh, Ann Ganguza, she talks about this all the time. And I've been meaning to ask her to come on the wow. podcast and talk about her thoughts on uh, the supposed threat or the actual threat or the words, the concepts, just at a, at a 30,000 foot view. And then someday in the future, we'll talk about specific things. <clears throat> but um, you said to me, I don't think you're going to agree with what I have to say. And I'm like, why would that be? So tell me. Well, okay. So, you know, it's, it's been a, a process, right? I mean, you and I, I, I think we've always been lovers of technology and I, you know, having worked in it for well over 20 years, I always feel like I've been on the, 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 the bleeding edge of it. And I am very much um, excited by it all the time. And I like to see the good that can come out of evolving technology, how we can help humankind. And I tend not to think of anything else that might be the darker side of it. Although 
uh, not that I don't think about it. It's just that I don't choose to dwell on that because I know as being being educated and knowing as much as I possibly can about it, um, I can then evolve along with it as well as, you know, no matter what I'm doing at the time. I mean, if I'm doing voiceover, if I'm working technology, whatever it is, I want to evolve along with it and not necessarily push back and uh, say no to it because I'm not going to stop it. I, you know, I wish I had that power, but (laughs) actually I wish I had that power not to stop the technology, but I just wish I had that power. Um, But I'm not going to stop it. And, you know, David, you're probably not going to stop it either. So uh, I think it's imperative that, you know, knowledge is power that we educate ourselves and understand um, what the technology is and how we can work with it in order to benefit ourselves. And I think it's just something that if we keep our eyes on the technology, we can get in front of it. Yeah. I think that um, uh, oftentimes people will look at the result of using a piece of technology, uh, a negative result. I mean, mm-hmm. a great example is, uh, I don't know about you, but we made the arrangements to do this session today with a piece of technology that I adore, which is yeah. email. Uh, email can be used for very evil purposes. Sure, uh, spam and and phishing and Lord knows what's going to be invented in the future, yeah. dropping scripts and so on. But the technology itself is not responsible for that. It's how people use the technology. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are there are concepts around synthetic voices that I would think some uh, voice talent would welcome. You know, like they're going to do that's that's going to be used for like the crappy jobs that I don't want anyway, mm-hmm. or who knows. But as you talk to your clients and your students and uh, your production partners, what has been what you've been hearing them say and you're concerned about? When it comes to synthetic media, what are they saying and what are their misconceptions? Well, I think, you know, the first and foremost is those things that always seem to like, you know, hit the media when there's talk about deep fakes um, and, and there's examples of deep fakes. And then there's, you know, the case of, you know, for example, my voice got stolen, you know, Bev standing with the TikTok case. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that it, in, in a lot of ways, um, at least having those issues, you know, brought to light are good because they help to evolve and develop standards, guidelines, and laws. And so, you know, what was, you know, the really good thing that came out of the TikTok case is that it was settled. Um, and that was a precedent setting case for somebody's voice being used, um, you know, without their permission. Um, and, and I think that that was just kind of a, a, a really wonderful thing that kind of set a precedent that opened up our eyes so that we can then begin to talk about and have a discussion about standards and guidelines and policies. And I think that we, this is our time to have a voice. It is the very wild west, like people say, the wild west of the beginning of this technology getting out there. Well, it's really not, but you know what I mean? Now that it seems to be a threat, but now is the time when we need to speak up and we need to, you know, have an active voice in in how our voices are being used, um, making sure that they're used ethically and that we get uh, compensated fairly for them. Yeah. Um, one of the things that really disheartens me is when <clears throat> products that use artificial intelligence are painted with the broad brush of the clear uh, uh, emotional threat 
of mm. synthetic voices. Um, <clears throat> artificial intelligence is used in so many products and so many things yeah. and used in ways that often we don't even see, but we benefit from. And one of those uh, products is Positron. Uh, I go into uh, audiobook narration, Facebook oh, yeah. groups, and it kind of reminds me of when ACX first came out, because I think maybe a month or two after everybody started hearing about ACX back in, in 2011, I was on a panel at SAG-AFTRA with some very established uh, audiobook narrators who had already made the decision that ACX was evil. Mm, that it was a race yep. to the bottom, yep. that it was awful, that it, how dare they? Because it was different. It was yep. revenue share as opposed to flat rate. Okay. And that just didn't fit in their zeitgeist, in their world. And I see that happening today. When people mention Positron, they immediately think of the um, of the artificial intelligence that's used with Positron. And mm -hmm. I happen to be a little bit closer to this issue than most people because I was on the phone call with our reps from SAG-AFTRA and the CEO of Positron and their attorney when they in real time altered their terms of service to assure the people using Positron they weren't going to be using the right. uploaded audio to create synthetic voices. They were only using artificial intelligence to make it better comparing right. the manuscript with the voice. That's it. But that's not going to change the minds of people who are influencers. They're big names in the world of narration. And so when I see an Anne Ganguza making eminent sense about this sort of thing, I just need to give you a little bit of a bigger platform and voice and let my followers and, and people know what you're thinking. And so I am relieved <laughs> right now, because I thought you were going to say something really like unexpected and outrageous about this. And in fact, you have restored once again, my, <laughs> my, my, my worshipness of you and your brain and how it works. And so when somebody um, is having a conversation with you about this, and maybe they don't know how smart you are, maybe they don't know how well informed you are on this. <clears throat> and they immediately say, oh, artificial intelligence, bad. Mm -hmm. Synthetic, no, this is awful. This is, this is going to kill us. I'm going to be out of a job in five years. What do you say? Oh, goodness. Um, well, <laughs> so, you know, number one, it's that, you know, education, uh, knowledge is power. That is number one. I, I literally spent a year researching and interviewing people, you know, CEOs of AI companies and, and people who are creating synthetic voices. So, you know, number one, because I'm a technology buff and I, I kind of just am super interested in it, but also because it appeared, you know, it appeared um, from everywhere that you, you read that it was an impending threat and especially a threat to our industry. And, you know, for me, I, you know, been in technology enough to know that there's, you know, it's just, this is the way technology has evolved over the years. I mean, it happened with the music 
music industry, right? When things went from, you know, vinyl to digital and then, you know, things evolve. And so again, I knew when that was happening that I wanted to find out as much as I possibly could. And, you know, to date, I have literally over 32 episodes that I've produced with different companies, with people all within the AI industry, um, talking, asking the questions and asking the tough questions, asking the questions, you know, well, how, how can I ensure that my voice won't be stolen? Or how can I be, how can I ensure that it won't be used for, you know, a speaking copy that I would never speak and, and, you know, uh, eroding my brand in some way. And so by doing that and by asking the questions and actually by, you know, taking these companies up on their offers to, you know, to check out their websites, check out their voices, play around with it. I guarantee you all of these AI companies will let you have a free account so that you can play around with things to learn. You know, it wasn't so much that I was like, oh, and, and I'm, I'm afraid, you know, that they're going to take my voice. I mean, and I, I will say that, you know, just like any other contract or any other thing that I would do in my voiceover business, I make sure that there are eyes on the contracts, you know, making sure that my voice is protected, understanding what things I need to speculate in that contract to make sure that my voice is protected and not used for any other reason than it's supposed to be. And so through that process um, and looking over contracts and having a lawyer look over contracts, you know, I, I've come to have my own set of, okay, these are the guidelines. These are what I will accept. These are what I won't. Um, and I feel safe proceeding um, in using the technology and in learning more about the technology. So when people come to me and say, it's going to take my, it's going to take my job away. Well, I say it's, it's, it's going to actually add to your toolbox. And that's such a hard concept for people to understand because all they see is like, no, you know, it's, it's going to take jobs away. Well, if we all um, evolve with the tech technology and move with the technology, we all are on a, a level playing field. And so we all have the opportunities to add to our toolboxes and add, you know, and, and, you know, voices for good, um, not necessarily if you want to keep your your, your voice, um, you know, have a younger version of your voice, maybe donate your voice to somebody who, you know, needs a voice, that sort of a thing. There's all sorts of wonderful things you can do um, with it. And so I, I, I encourage my, my students and people who ask me to really just educate. And I'm very thankful and grateful that I can point to, you know, my VO Boss podcast, the episodes that are there. And I continue to do episodes on AI. I mean, it turned, it was supposed to just be a small series, but it ended up that the more I spoke to these people, the more they wanted to reach out to me because again, they want to educate us. And just as you know, the AI industry, um, you know, wants to, to educate people about, you know, the, you know, don't be scared. This is what's happening. This is how we can, we can use the technology for good. They need to be educated about our industry. They don't know how usage is, you know, how we, how we make contracts, how we have usage. And so they don't know as much about our industry as we don't know about theirs. And so I think by working together, um, that really can, again, help us to move forward um, and evolve with the technology instead of, you know, pushing back and, and being left behind. I mean, I evolve or die. Uh, <laughs> evolve or die. All right, listen, I want to put a pin in this right now because mm -hmm. this is clearly a bigger uh, a bigger subject than one episode. And I'd like to have you come back in next week's episode or in the next episode in the series and and discuss a little bit deeper 
this notion of the technology as it exists today and the technology as it may exist in the future. And Ganguza, uh, VO Box. Are you still doing VO Peeps? I think you are. Yes. yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, looking gorgeous as normal with her huge Tim Tippett's booth in the background. And yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want you to uh, smash the like button if you would mind, uh, wouldn't mind, and uh, maybe uh, notify yourself when our, our episodes come out. Uh, we have uh, a channel you can subscribe to. I'm David H. Lawrence, the 17th. I thank you so much for watching and for listening to this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. Mm-hmm.